Hey, how you doing? Johnny Astard, a.k.a. Sport Drive here. It is 6.30 in the A-fucking-M. Um, the only reason I'm up is because I just got woke up because of low blood sugar. Um, it's kind of scaring me. Uh, it happened yesterday, happened today as well. Um, towards the end of the month, um, if you're on a fixed budget, you know what I'm talking about. Um, towards the end of the month, you don't have certain items in the house. Like, I don't have any fruit or juice. Um, I should keep, and uh, I usually keep some um, granola or some candy bars in the freezer just in case. Um, this month I did not do it, and so now I'm suffering the consequences. Um... I have to remember too. They they changed my insulin, and that's why I'm suffering a lot of low blood sugars in the morning now. Before it was like really high in the morning. Now, because they're adjusting it, so I'm having low ones now. But it's mainly because after dinner, I usually don't eat anything else. But I'm also I have insomnia. So I'm up, but I have not eaten from like, usually I eat dinner like 6, 6.30. So from 6.30 in the p.m. all the way to morning time, which is like right now, I don't eat anything. So that's why that's happening too. And I got to remember just nibble on a little something before I go to bed. Something like that. Drink something. So that's that's why that's happening. Um, but I'm glad that I wake up because it's like I know. It's like I know. It's like my body realizes there's something off. There's something because that's the only way I can explain like people go how, how do you how do you explain like how you feel with low blood sugar or high blood sugar you you don't feel right you you feel off and if you're aware of your stuff that's going on you're aware of it and you you realize that there's shit going on okay this ain't normal um before to wake me up I mean I'm glad I wake up because there's gonna be time there's I'm not going to wake up and that's going to be a problem <clears throat> and I hope that never happens <laughs> I'm glad I wake up I'm not a very good sleeper anyway so it's like like just now it was like I was getting up to go pee because that's another thing with age that happens yay you pee every fucking half hour <laughs> So, as soon as I, it's like, okay, it's like, while I'm peeing, I, I was shaking, I'm going, okay, it's not that cold in here, and that's another, you get uncontrollable muscle twitches, they call them tremors, um, it's just like every bottle, every body, not bottle, every muscle in your body just starts twitching for no reason at all. 
and it's uncontrollable. There's nothing you can do. You, you can try it. And I, I can only imagine that's what having Parkinson's is, feels like, because you just, it, it, uncontrollable twitching. Um, and then after that happens, it's like once you get control of it, you grab like, um, I just went down and had a bowl of cereal. And hopefully, I mean, that worked a little. It, it brought me up from um, 64 up to 112, so that should get me going. <laughs> I should be all right for the rest of the, the morning. Um, if I do, I'm probably going to fall back to sleep. But this is another thing. One, I don't know how other people are, or other diabetics, but when it happens to me, like after everything and starts to go back to normal, I feel wiped the fuck out. Like someone hit me with a bus. Like all my muscles, my bones, all my joints hurt. And that's from the tremors to just, and just everything hurts. My legs hurt, my knees, my toes, my fingers, my shoulder blades, my neck, everything just hurts. And just you, you just don't want to do anything but lay down, and that's basically what I do. I put a heating pad on, and I fall asleep. So that's that. So we're good now. Uh, it's going on seven o'clock. Um, I should be okay. I might be laying down. Watching a movie now with Clive Owens. He seems to be an alcoholic and he's got a child with him. And he's really jonesing for some booze, but the kids, the kids keeping on him. He's, he's going through withdrawal, but not a good, not a good thing. I don't know what the name of it is, but. It's one of them morning, morning movies. He's aware that drinking hurts his dad, so he's he's trying to stop it. Oh. So anyway, that's that. Um, Nothing much going on. Nothing really upset me today. Um, I did get the lowdown, like my other podcast um, yesterday was about the transgender swimmer, and I did uh, I did get the. F- I don't know why. Um, somebody that is transgendering. <laughs> I mean, they call them trans because of transition. Trans, they're transitioning. From a man to a female, a male to a female, or a female to a male. Um, but even when they have the surgery to become the woman or become the man, or whatever, they're still called transgender, and that's not accurate. That's not right. I mean, but also what's not right is if you're called a transgender person and if you're a male now you're thinking female uh 
Um, if you still have a penis, I'm fucking sorry, and I, I there, nobody's going to change my mind about this. You're just a dude who likes wearing dresses. <laughs> Plain and fucking simple. There's no other way. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but I don't care what you identify as, unless you go 100% in and have the surgery... I mean that 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 that's the whole thing. Someone that's transgender, you, I mean, it's just you can say I identify as a woman, but it's, if you have a penis, dude, you're a dude. You're a dude who wears a dress. Plain and simple. And yeah, that's my views on that. Um, yeah, sure, it's not uh, PC, but I'm not PC, and I never will be PC. Um, I says it likes it is. I calls it likes it is. I don't care about feelings. Um, and the whole thing about that is nobody gave a fuck about my feelings. And this is now, okay, now I'm going. Now I'm on a roll, and now this shit is going to fucking happen. Now it's getting real. Now we're going to get fucking nuts. So let's get fucking nuts. Hey, I grew up a fat, I don't want to say ugly kid, but a, a chubby kid. And not really fat either. I, the definition of fat was totally expanded in my brain because I was made fun of so much. And a lot of the other children made me feel like I was the Michelin boy. And I really wasn't. I, yeah, I was a chubby kid. Yes, I was. I wouldn't call myself a fat, obese kid compared to the, some of the children walking around today. No. And it, that went on all the way into my adult life. So don't ask me. I mean, I look at pictures of me when I was in my 20s and early 30s. All right, granted, I wasn't skinny, skinny, skinny. I've never been skinny, 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 but I looked good. I wasn't fat. And it's like all these people are calling me fat fucking, just fucking jamming that shit down my throat. Made me feel like I was an obese. Like, if you see me now, that's how I felt. That I have morphed into what they made me feel like. And I was not like that. I... The 38 waist, I mean, yeah, that's not skinny, but it's not fucking fat either. 36, 38 waist was my, that's where I was. Basically, my whole uh, young adult life. There was a time where I even slimmed down to 34s. But I was still called fat, and I don't understand, because that's not fat, and I looked fucking good. I looked at pictures. I've seen, I have pictures, and I'm going, why the fuck were people calling me fucking fat fuck? Because I wasn't a fucking beanpole? And that's what, I never wanted to be a beanpole. I never wanted to be skinny, skinny, skinny. It just never. It just, 
and I just and that's why it's like nobody spared me my feelings I'm still dealing with it and I'm in, I'm in my late 50s I'm almost 60 years old and I'm still dealing with that shit still it has got me so fucked up that I have social anxiety. I don't like going places because I don't like the way I look. Um, I have medical issues. I have physical issues. And so, sir, everyone, yeah, just exercise. I can barely walk because of my legs. And there's nothing really I can do to exercise. So I try to do what I can. But... Let's put it this way. Nothing I'm doing, and if I do break a sweat, it's because I'm in fucking pain. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes I can't even walk to my mailbox to check my mail or throw my garbage out in the dumpster. I mean, it's not that far away. I mean, it's not like right outside my house. I don't have to just put it in the garbage. I mean, it's it's not like a mile down the road either, <laughs> There's times I can't even do that. There's times I can't walk down my basement to do my laundry. And it just physically just killing me. But all the other issues are stemming from the fucking bullshit that I went through as a child and a young adult. There was, and I, I always had friends, and there's still people that I'm friends with today, that I was friends with back when I was seven, six years old. People I grew up with. There's a very small handful of people that always made me feel good, always made me smile, and I think legitimately cared about me. And strangely enough, they were three sisters. <laughs> and if they're listening to this, they know who I'm, I'm not going to say their names, but they know who I'm talking about. And if you know me, you know who I'm talking about. My neighborhood in Wilbraham was a great place to grow up in the 70s. We were all family. It was close. I mean, yeah, there was fucking ass, but the assholes lived on a different part of it. We lived on a cul-de-sac, and our part of the cul-de-sac was called Wellfleet Drive. And that part, basically, everyone was one happy family. We all did stuff together. We all played sports in the backyards together. We all sledded together. We all played in the woods. We played hide and seek. We all grew up together now the other side was a different story you had the fucking assholes the troublemakers and the bullies and those are the people that basically made my life a living fucking hell every fucking day coming home from school until one day I decided to kick their asses and then it stopped <laughs> 
But this whole thing is like feelings. We were talking about, I started talking about feelings, like being PC and caring about people's feelings. Nobody cares about my fucking feelings. I'm a white, single, fat male. And basically, as a overweight white guy... And I don't even want to say, I shouldn't even say white guy, just anybody overweight. But even an overweight black person is kind of off limits as far as joking around and making fun of. Overweight gay person, they got the gay thing going for them, so you can't really make fun of them. Overweight women, they got the women thing, you can't really make fun of them. It's wrong. It's a, but it's still okay to laugh at a fat dude. It's fucking wrong. I've always said, like, when uh, a black person says, like, when they get called the N-word, how it makes them feel, and they say how I will never know that. Yeah, I do. I can have a confrontation, and I have had confrontations with people, and it's an argument close to fighting and we're equal we're, we're we're on the same fucking level and this can be going on and on and then the minute I get called fat piece of shit fat fuck fat whatever tub of lard whatever you want whatever fucking adjective whatever you want to call me that has to do with my way I go from your level and I become that fucking 14-year-old, 13-year-old teenage boy that was getting picked on in school and so bad that he didn't even want to go to fucking school. He would hide in the woods instead of going to school. He would hide in the basement. See, it wasn't the same back then. Okay, in two ways, it's good. If I was... Growing up now, I'd probably be one of those gun kids. I'm, I, it's a bad thing to say, but that's how bad I was fucking bullied at school. I did not enjoy it because of these people. And the fucked up thing about it is, I'm going to go off again, because of these people, I didn't graduate high school. I did not get my full potential from school because the only thing I was thinking about when I was in school is let that bell ring and let me get the fuck out of here before they get me because it was an everyday fucking occurrence and it's not like I didn't try to say something adults knew the shit was going on but back then it's just boys being boys Oh, he didn't mean nothing by it. He just, he just, he's a little aggressive. I remember. Very clearly. And this is the one, and this was junior high school. And where I lived, the junior high was right across the street from our neighborhood. And it was a nice trail. You could ride your bike through and go ride around the school. And I used to do that a lot. And then just one day, I was out doing that. And there was 
I'm going to say older kid. They, they were they were, just, they were either juniors or seniors, sophomores or seniors, juniors, whatever is before. So, uh, <laughs> seniors, but I think they were seniors, and a couple of them were football players. Um, they were playing. There was a tennis court on our, our campus, and they were playing tennis. So I was sitting there watching them play tennis or basketball. I think no, it was tennis. So I, I parked my bike and I started watching them. And something happened. And all of a sudden they just turned on me like a pack of wild dogs. Oh, no, no. Okay, no, I remember that. They were playing basketball. The basketball court was right next to the, the, the uh, tennis court. So they were playing basketball, something happened, I laughed or something, or I giggled, or just all of a sudden they just wanted to pick on the chubby kid. And I don't even think I was in junior high school yet, so I was still preschool. <laughs> These kids were like 18, 19 years old, and they literally started running towards me saying how they were going to just is they said something naturally my fuck you that that was my comeback because that was my comeback to everything fuck you i i discovered the the f word so then they started chasing me so i don't know what possessed me to run into the caged in fucking um tennis court but I was running through there and they had a wire going from one end where the net should be but the net was not there anymore just there was a wire there and I was running full speed and that thing caught me in the fucking chest and I just went flipping over it and I got fucked up and literally knocked the wind out of me. Um, I think I broke my collarbone or fractured my collarbone. I hit my head. I got a concussion. Um, and not one of them fuckers had the balls to come in to see if I was okay. Didn't call an ambulance. Didn't call anything. Just fucking left. Bunch of fucking pussies. Ha ha ha. They just got a little kid fucking hurt. Ha ha ha. And I knew who they were. So, after a while, I, I, I lugged myself back home, told my mother what happened. They, she took me to the ER, and I found out I had a concussion, and blah, 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 blah. And the next day, I told who it was. I said, I don't know their names, but I know he... One of them was, like, the captain of the football team. So we already knew right then and there nobody was going to do fucking shit to this motherfucker. But then from that point on, because now I have, I don't want to say ratted him out, but I, I told on him. So now, like, they got in trouble. 
or something. So now I had this feeling that they were going to be fucking looking for me. They were going to be hunting me. So now I didn't even want to go to fuck. I was I was scared shitless to go to school. And it became to the point, I remember a couple times, the principal came to my house and I ran. I was like, no, fuck you, I ain't going. And if that ain't a red flag, like, hey, maybe something's going on with this kid. I mean, nobody asked me if I was being molested by somebody. I mean, if that shit happened today, all the red flags that I was throwing up, my God. But the shit was just non-existent back then. You know that? I might... I mean, luckily guns weren't as handy as they are back then. And when there was a beef, we handled it with fists. Not guns, knives, or anything stupid like that. But... That's the thing. I mean, the bullying when I'd see, like, oh, this guy called me. I'm like, motherfucker, did they put their hands on you? I'm like, oh, okay, well, deal with that for fucking ten fucking years of your fucking life. Every fucking day, somebody pounding on you. No, it was a good day for me if I made it home without getting in a fight with somebody. That was a good day for me. <laughs> and the, the, this, this has totally turned into a fucking rant. And that's I use this for it. It's like, it's like therapy. But it's like all the red flags I was sending up. It's like all the, like the shit going on today. And just everything. It's like, my fucking guy, you wouldn't have lasted in the 70s. The 70s would have ate you while fucking live. <laughs> Oh, I grew up in the 90s. Yeah, that's why you're a pussy. <laughs> I don't mean to crack, but that that's... It is that. Like I said, all those things. Just the warning flag. And they knew. I mean, how do you not see your kid coming home bloodied? <laughs> His shirt's ripped. Bloody fucking nose. Black eye. I'm like, oh, what'd you do? Fall off your bike again? No, I got fucking beat up by a fucking asshole again. And it literally was, like I said, I had to race to get the fuck out of there because we, we walked. The problem, the problem area was walking from the school to get to my house because that's where they would jump me before we got to the neighborhood and then I would get jumped they would start pounding on me and that's just it so don't sit there and say I said I know and, and I'm still dealing with some of the shit I'm dealing with a lot of the shit that I'm the quivering, and I, I wasn't this way either. I, I developed a drinking problem because of it. I don't want to say I had a drug problem because I really didn't have a drug problem. Um, I would do smoke weed a lot, smoke a lot of weed, but I definitely became 
I definitely developed a drinking problem. And thank God I was able to quit drinking. Get my shit together a little, but now it's like... I'm a... Fucking anxiety and shit is fucking ridiculous. And anyone who doesn't believe in anxiety has never had an anxiety attack. That shit is fucked up. And... I don't know how I did this got on this tangent about this. I might don't delete this. I don't know. But it's just the the things kids say and do today. It's just we've set them up not to fail, but we wonder why they're soft. And stuff like and it's because we've made them that way. Um, spankings. I got spanked. I got sometimes beat. I mean, there there is a fine line between a spanking and a beating. And if you as an adult don't know that, you have a problem. My father had a problem. My mother didn't so much beat us, but used really weird psychology and, like, fucked our brains up <laughs> as far as shit. Or she would hit us with stuff like, I mean, and I don't know anybody in the 70s didn't get hit with a wooden spoon, especially from an Italian family. If you never got smacked with a wooden spoon, you were a goody two-shoes. I got hit with brushes and stuff. My father beat the snot out of me. Well into my adulthood. <laughs> I, I think he was a drinker. We never really discussed it. But I think he would go out drinking, come home, and start throwing punches. And they would, oh, your dad is a great dad. Well, no, you didn't have to grow up with him as a father. He was kind of a dick. It was like everybody's dad was a better dad to other people than the actual people. Like my Uncle Jimmy. My my cousins hate him. But I remember my Uncle Jimmy was... He taught me how to throw a football, taught me how to throw a baseball, uh, took me on his boat, took me fishing, took me to the races. My father didn't do any of that shit with me. My father took me... And I think it's because he was being made to. Because <laughs> he started seeing it. Okay. His uncle's doing all the shit with him. He's getting all the getting all the credit. <laughs> and he was, because the man the man would take me out. I was like the son he didn't have, I guess. He broke my first bone, throwing me a football, snapped my finger right in half. <laughs> Um, got me. He, he got. He's the one who got me. Even though I didn't make the football team the first time, I went out for football, and he was the one who convinced me to do it. But they swear he was like, and, and he kind of was because he he was a he was a drinker. But the man. Always took me, always included me in shit. He went out on his boat. 
He didn't have to take me. I wasn't his kid. I don't know if he was being made to take me because my aunt, my aunt, loved me and cared about me. And maybe she was making him do it. I don't know, and I don't care. I don't want to know. All I know is the man did shit with me while I was growing up that my father was not. And I will always remember that. <laughs> but, kid, you stop spanking them, and now, it's like you go to your room. No, I don't have to. Excuse me? If I ever said that to my fucking father and mother, they'd fucking kill me. No. I, you couldn't say no to your parents in the 70s. You're grounded. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to spank you. Go ahead. I'll call DCF. My father would have handed me the phone while beating me with it. <laughs> and we have created, and like as a society, we wonder why... Okay, why are children nowadays this way? We we have created them. These are the kids we didn't spank in the 90s <laughs> that are now in charge. And those are the people that are saying, us, they, we, those. I don't identify, don't genderfy me. All that shit is from that fucking generation right now is what we're fucking dealing with. Not one of them little fucks would have made it in the 70s. I love, I mean, except for that, I mean, the 70s were a great time. Great music. Great TV. And there's a handful, is that a handful of people? Ooh, excuse me handful of people I grew up with that are still very close friends with me. I chat with them once in a while. It always makes me feel good. And that's just... One of them was a girl that I, I crushed on all through high school. All out of high school. I always cared about her. I always will care about her. She knows it. And we always had, I mean, nothing ever really happened between us. There was always somebody, always at the wrong time, wrong place, wrong time. And her parents hated me. Her parents really hated me. And I don't blame them, because they lived, like, two houses away. So they saw what was going on in my house, the violence, the, 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 the stuff going on. So naturally, they didn't want their daughter. Okay, no, you, you stay away from that. So I get it. Now, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Actually, nothing. I just, I was talking, they started talking about diabetes, and now we're talking about feelings. But it is 7 o'clock. Uh, I feel a lot better now. This takes a guy. I'm starting to yawn. So I'm going to lay back down. See if I can't get a couple more hours in.
But I don't know what this one was about. We got nuts. We, we, we went a little crazy there for a minute. You found out a little more about me and why I'm fucked up. <laughs> and I've, I've, I've always had friends, though. That, that's the whole thing about this. There, there was always, there's always, I guess the moral of this would be, no matter what the fuck's going on in life, there's always more people that like you and care about you but there's also always going to be an asshole. No matter where you are or what you're doing, there's always going to be an asshole. There's nothing we can do about it. You ignore the assholes, and you have fun with the people that you really care about, and they really care about you legitimately. And just ignore the assholes, because there's nothing you can do. Feel sorry for the assholes, because... They're the way they are for a reason, as well. So keep that in mind. Um, I'm out of here. It is 7.15. Good time to end it. been talking about absolutely nothing for 37 minutes. Thanks for listening. I got that off my chest. I feel a lot better. It's like therapy. So I'm out of here. Have a good one.